under Economist Unity out of Solidarity with Economy Network. This one, we have the uh, European Fellowship Service Conference uh, participants uh, podcast today. Several people on the line, and we're going to uh, open it up with the uh, regular prayer that uh, a lot of people like to do here, and then we will turn it over to the conference participants. So, uh, take it away, bro. God, as we endeavor to complete this work, we know that you're with us. So we know that without your strength and inspiration, we're not capable of the task before us. We know that this work is not our work, but yours. Each of us, in our own way, humbly petition you to use us as your tools, according to your will. We offer ourselves to you in this way, knowing that you're a loving God and have all power. In this work and in our lives, that will be done. Thank you. And uh, let's see, we got several people on the line who were actually at the conference. I was not. I'm going to turn it over to them at this point. I think Herman said he was going first. I'm uh, not certain. I think that's what I remember, but I'm going to open it up, turn it over to you. The floor is yours. All right. My name is Herman. I'm an addict. Hi, Herman. Hey, uh, hey Herman. I was going to go first, so I'll just, I just want to start off with saying that we had a great conference. It was really exciting to be there. We had a lot of uh, uh, excitement going on at the conference itself. The, if I look back on it, it's, uh, it amazes me how many people uh, were there actually participating in all the workshops. Uh, this is the first time we did this uh, conference. And uh, I remember doing, <laughs> doing workshops and there's like, like four or five people that are participating in it and uh, the rest was outside or was was just there not not there all the time but but this conference was really different in my opinion there was every workshop i think we always started off with around 20 people and at the end of the workshop maybe there were 30 people or something but people participated so uh, a lot of people uh, shared on their experience in the past year what they were doing as groups so the yeah it was great so i think we had around in the total of uh, 50 to 70 people there in, in, in the whole weekend, so uh, they gave a lot of energy, um, and almost everybody was inside when we were doing the workshop. So the first evening we got to know each other. Everybody shared. Um, we did uh, group reports the next day. Uh, from many groups, we heard what they were doing, and uh, uh, a lot of stuff. In my what I remember was about uh, doing public information and uh, how we're doing that. As groups, how are we uh, how are we growing, and how did we grow in the past year? And uh, uh, we also did a nice uh, workshop on writing, so people wrote uh, articles, and uh, there was a great book reflection written. Uh, we're gonna put that all together for one magazine, and there's also some people sharing their personal experience from the conference. So uh, in that magazine uh, that will come out in November, that uh, you can read all about it. Um, so that's just out of the top of my head, the first thing I can share. It was, it was a great weekend and uh, very exciting stuff. And I, I think a lot of new things are happening right now because of uh, what was talked about at the conference. So, uh, yeah, that's what I got so far. Thank you. Thank you, Herman. Thank you. I'm an addict. My name is Eric. Hi, Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. Yeah, I'd like to go... Uh, um, yeah, Herman has shared some stuff, but um, for me, the thing that also um, 
like it was is really interesting is that uh, personally I can start seeing where all of this is going. I remember the first year when we had the conference, and uh, there was a, a bunch of people from the United States helping us, but setting putting this together. Um, but me personally, I had no idea um, what it was about, and um, you know, um, the first year it was a lot of workshops and Skype speakers and um, uh, a lot of information. Um, but now, like Herman said, this is the fourth time, and I can see um, it's getting more group oriented, um, and that's really interesting because from the from the first time uh, we did the conference, after the conference, um, in our group in Hangalore, we started developing a home group. Uh, we didn't even know what that meant exactly uh, before we uh, started this uh, this stuff, and um, um, and that's really uh, that's really interesting. And like Herman said, um, the first year there were a lot of people just they thought it was like uh, yeah a convention or only fellowshipping, but um, now this year people were really participating, and um, I loved hearing the group reports. I think it's really important um, to hear what other groups are, um, um, how they are growing, what they are struggling with, uh, how we maybe can reach out to one another, and uh, a lot of reaching out has been done um, at that weekend, and um, um, it was nice um, that also there were there were groups that uh, had a presentation. They did a presentation on public information. Um, so I think it was the Swedes. Um, uh, then Herman's uh, the home group from Swallow uh, and the group from from England, and they all shared about how they did public information. Um, there was a group that had a, a small PowerPoint presentation uh, with them to show the others um, what they were doing when they um, talked with professionals and all stuff like that. And uh, that's really interesting, and uh, it can really help uh, group groups can really help each other grow like that. We don't have to. Uh, well, invented all by ourselves. You know, we can share information and uh, and uh, take stuff from other groups that maybe suits us. And uh, I think that's really interesting uh, in this conference. Uh, uh, and uh, I can really see where it's going. Uh, like I said, um, when I got to NA, we didn't know there was any other way, like like the you know the mainstream NA. That's how it came to uh, uh, to Holland and. Um, um, well, personally, I I sensed there was something wrong, and before the first conference, there was uh, we got um, I heard about the baby blue and stuff, and uh, um, but I didn't know there was another way. And finally, I'm starting to see that uh, it is possible for groups to come together and uh, um, you know don't be organized or governed by by a service uh, uh, body, but we can come together and help each other, and uh, but the groups are always uh, uh, the most important uh, uh, there, and um, yeah, that's that's really good. That's what I got to say. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Okay, I'm, I'm an addict. I'm Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Yeah, hey, Bill. Uh, this conference was a was a, was a really powerful conference this year, okay? Because it was basically uh, the groups from 
Europe there coming together in and running the basically uh setting the agenda, creating the agenda and uh it was a communication it was actually a communication network of support for one another. Um you know, and uh it was a four day conference. We started on a Thursday night, which was that was basically get to know, identifying who's there, what's their purpose there and um you know uh, really getting to know one another first before the conference starts. And then um, Friday morning, uh, basically what happened was groups gave their reports, and the groups gave some in-depth reports. There were groups there from Belgium, uh, from the Netherlands, from England, from Sweden. Uh, there was a Russian uh, group there. There was a, a, the German, there were a few, a few different German groups there this year. I think there was three different groups there from Germany this year. And then there was a, a group there from Thailand that was actually there, who's uh, from Germany originally, but he goes back and forth. But uh, the great part about that was the groups got to know one another through their reports, what's going on with their groups, uh, what are the difficult things they're dealing with. And, uh, you know, and there were some other groups there from Holland that aren't part of the EFC, but they came and they were looking for support is what we got out of it. They were looking for support because of the the basic uh, attacks are under by the knowledge structure, yet they're not even part of us, okay? Uh, but they're under attack and they came there looking for support and uh, I'm not sure they got what they wanted, but there is an actual uh, Grey Book meeting starting down near Amsterdam out of it. Uh, from, uh, which is kind of neat, okay? It's a guy who was at the first conference showed up again at the fourth conference. And he's actually starting, uh, a Grey Book meeting off. And there's supposed to be another Grey Book meeting starting off in one of the other cities. That's not part of us. Uh, but, uh, two of the newcomers that were there are going to start the meeting off. And, the, you know, every conference takes its own identity on and has its own issues. And the issues we had at this one were about total abstinence, where the one group brought it up about, uh, uh, you're, you know, you're saying my sponsor's not clean. And, uh, basically what came out of that, uh, the one sponsor there, he decided before the end of the conference that he wanted to get off the medication he's on and that he's going to work towards that. Another member, uh, made a decision there to get off the meds that, uh, she was on there. So that was a, you know, a provided solution. Them two came forward afterwards and asked for help. Um, you know, uh, that they really didn't want to be on this shit, but, uh, you know, they, they wanted to get off of it. So there's people stepping up to help them and support them and get them the proper, uh, uh, withdrawal to, to come off the stuff and, uh, the guidance that they need to do that. So that was kind of neat. Uh, you know, and, uh, but that was, you know, that through the group reports, it was that there, uh, where, uh, that was the same, you know, it was one of the same groups that came there that's not part of the conference. Uh, you know, so we, we worked through that. And then we went into the, uh, which was really neat was the public information presentations, how the groups are growing and the communication network that's going on, uh, the web page design stuff. Uh, there was a presentation on that, which is really important because it's talking about, uh, the European Fellowship Service Conference webpage and the, and, uh, 
which is basically in Holland, okay, uh, the Netherlands. Uh, the Swedish went over a little bit about their page. Uh, and now we got some, we got another guy involved with, uh, with, uh, the representative for the Fellowship Service Conference on setting up and designing the webpage for the Fellowship Service Conference. Uh, we got someone from England involved with that now through that process. So we, uh, we have, uh, a couple different people now stepping up to the plate. And, uh, you know, out of it, England is basically going to do their second service day. Uh, you know, we had five members from England there this year, and uh, they made a commitment to fly in and, and basically participate back next year in the conference again and get more members there next year. So there was a sense of unity and a sense of purpose. Uh, the one group, German group said they're coming back next year for sure to join the conference and participate as a, a group in the conference. Uh, so there was communication between the Germans a lot, uh, you know, and, uh, it was really neat seeing the process, and they presented what they're doing with literature. Uh, you know, we got to see the translation of the German, what they're doing with the German translations. They actually translated uh, uh, the basic text. Uh, they started with their German translation from the fifth edition, but then they, they went back through it with the third edition revised, and then they added some things back in from the second edition that they felt shouldn't have been changed to start with with the headers. So uh, they got a, a basic uh, uh, a process of a collection of of the book of the third edition revised in the second as their book now, which uh, you know they did a lot of work doing that there, and they're starting to translate some of the IPs now. So the IPs are being translated into the the Dutch language. The Dutch are actually translating. They went over. You know, they got a person working on translating the gray book. The Swedish are translating the gray book. So we got different ideals, and uh, uh, the Russian is actually translating the baby blue right now. So went through the translation stuff of what's going on around the world with translations. So I thought that was neat. The conference doesn't make any decisions there at all. Uh, they don't make any motions or anything that's happening yet. Uh, they're going to have to look and foresee where they're headed, what they're doing, but the conference itself is more of a communication network of coming together, sharing of information, and putting on workshops and having questions and answers, how to better serve the groups that they're participating in and how groups can communicate uh, together through that process of what was going on in this conference. Like Eric said, the first conference basically was just, uh, I ran the first conference, and I had a lot of Skype. Skype meetings there, basically uh, talking about H&I public information and things like that. Uh, we also went, uh, you know, so that conference was more of uh, an American sharing of, of how we do things there that year. And we have grown to the point where now the Europeans are actually getting up and sharing on how they're doing things now and what their benefits are and how they're communicating as groups and growing as groups. Uh, which is kind of neat to see that process going on, that it's becoming that conference for the Europeans to come to and actually share of information, put on workshops, how to do service and how to communicate back and forth and how to work together as groups is what, what's materializing out of it. And, uh, you know, how to get, the, you know, books into addicts' hands, how to get, uh, 
you know, uh, how to how to grow as a group, how to you know, because uh, how they grow through public information is was a key thing right now because the groups in the Netherlands are growing through public information, and the English said we're going to go back and get back to doing PI again and start putting out posters and stuff like that. Uh, they look at different ideas on how to do that stuff, which I think maybe Herbie can share a little bit more in depth about how they're doing it in, in, in the Netherlands right now on this call, okay? And uh, what the English are doing, uh, my interpretation of what they're doing, they used to do this type of public information, but they stopped and now they want to get back to more excited about doing it, coming to the conference and hearing other groups share that. And they want to go back and start doing that all over again. And uh, they have these things. I don't know if uh, you have these free libraries where you're at. They're on the street, okay, where they have little free libraries where you can put books in. Because uh, I, I saw a few of them, and I want to get our our text in it and put put a stamp in the back or group address and stuff on it and uh, a phone number for people to call to do a little of that in, in our own area. You know, and, uh you know, I thought that was a neat little thing that was shared at the conference about these little free libraries. And my first time seeing one was up in Jim Thorpe, PA. Uh, as I'm walking on the main street, and I, I saw this little this little thing said free library, and there were put and there were books in there, and put a you know take a book out, put a book in type situation, uh, which I thought was really neat. Now I want to uh, start stamping some of our books and and get them into these places, okay? Because it's a neat little thing that we never had before to do type public information work in. You know, and, uh, yeah, I think it's benefited, uh, us communication on radio free already. But what happened at this conference and what, uh, some of the groups are doing over here now as a result of listening to others share about their public information work. But that was the key, I think, was communication for the groups, how they're, uh, ex uh getting the information out about the group and how they're using PI to do that. And, and that, now that's generating towards H&I facilities next, okay? Uh, I know the Swedes put it up that uh, they've been asked to come back to a rehabilitation center where they did a PI presentation to actually carry a meeting in there once a week. So I know, uh, you know, in the, they've been, over in the Netherlands, they've been talking with a facility, and I don't know where they're at with that at this moment, but that's the type of things that open by doing PI. You end up opening doors to be able to take H&I into a facility then. You know, so I think the conference itself was uh, generally, uh, we put out about 60 chairs, and a lot of the workshops, all 60 chairs were full, okay? And there were people standing up around the, the kitchen area also, okay? Well, right outside the kitchen was like a, a bar-type situation. People were standing in there. So uh, most workshops had at least 40 or more people in it, which that was a really great experience this year, to have everyone inside, okay? And then when they weren't inside, they were outside. There was this area with couches and stuff. They were sitting around, you know, communicating together. It wasn't like they were off in their little little groups. They were communicating together, and I thought that was the neatest. One of the neatest things is watching people communicate together and fellowship together to help one another. And uh, I, I was really uh, inspired with this conference, uh, with the energy level that was at it, and uh, the, the love, care, and compassion to carry our message. And I know the next year is going to be even a better conference because 
we get another meeting starting off of it. There's going to be more meetings there and more communication presentations and stuff. And they're evolving into where it's uh, basically the groups are going to start running this conference and it's going to be, uh, you know, and it, they're going to set the agendas. And it's, gonna, it's, it's turning into an exciting thing for expansion of Narcotics Anonymous, uh, basically uh, through doing services by the groups for the groups. You know, by addicts for addicts is the general consensus of what's happening there. So I want to turn it back over to Herman a little bit here, okay, to share about the public information stuff that was going on. Yeah, what we did at the conference is that we showed a, uh, a PowerPoint presentation, the one that Eric mentioned, the, the, the PowerPoint presentation we used to take to uh, professionals to tell them about what uh, Narcotics Anonymous is. And we, uh, well, people liked it. And uh, the groups liked it, so uh, we we uh, we talked to some people, and now uh, we made a, a rough translation. I just posted it on Radio Free, um, and uh, I talked to Kim this week, and uh, the, the Swedes will probably look at it as well and, and input input on it, so that we can have a tool online that groups can use and and, and change it for their own, however they see it fit, and 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 use it to uh, do PI work to uh, to professionals, because that's the that's what we've been doing the past year uh, with the and indeed with the posters, the little posters, the flyers, and uh, uh, and this conference is great to just share what you do as a group, and it it brings up new ideas. Like this, uh, there was one member who shared about these stickers with the meeting schedules they put in the books. So uh, one of our home group members just uh, this weekend uh, printed their own stickers. So today we were stapling stickers on books at the home group. <laughs> And we're gonna take those books to uh, this week to uh, to a woman who works in the prison, and uh, see if we can get those books in the library there. Um, so that's the that that's what I saw happening. That the, the groups share their efforts, how they're doing it, and it's inspirational for others. And it uh, that way it grows. Uh, also, uh, being together with, uh, with the group of Belgium yesterday, we had her on the on the phone. She was looking for. Uh, for locations to start uh, to host a new weekend for the Dutch uh, third edition revised, uh, the, to do some more flow reading there. So uh, there's there's people looking for opportunities now to keep the keep the work uh, going. So that's really exciting. And uh, indeed, what Bill mentioned, uh, the, the the groups from England. Uh, one of them uh, has a lot of knowledge about uh, how to make your web page more. Uh, uh, how do you say that? Searchable. You can really find out what addicts are looking for on the internet. Like I, I need help with my drug problem. You can see how many people look for that. So you can make sure they find your web page. Uh, so he, we talked uh, for half an hour last week, and he showed me how to do that stuff. So, so people are, well, we're helping each other, and uh, all groups have their own things they have experience with, and they, and they can share that. So that's. Uh, yeah, for me, what I really saw happening at the conference, and that and that still moves on into, yeah, the, into the next year, uh, that groups still communicate, and uh, it makes possible that the groups grow. Uh, at least our group started growing when we started doing these kind of stuff, and uh, all we did was learn from the people who did it already, and uh, yeah, and and learn from the experience. So uh, today we sat down again and. Uh, 
we'll do an uh we we handed out flyers to people we were there with five people and everybody's going somewhere this week and uh, we go to a police station we go to a hospital and we just uh, yeah it gives energy to to keep on uh yeah just get creative and uh, and see what happens uh so that's uh uh yeah that's what i have on the public information stuff i think we we t- talked a lot about that and uh, i think it will help us and the groups uh, grow for the next conference so that we can share more experience about what we did this year and uh, what we learned and uh, what works and what doesn't work and uh, yeah it's a great moment as groups to communicate about those things yeah yeah thank you thank you Anybody else? Anyone else who was at the conference? I know we've had uh, there. Let me double check again. There were quite a few people on the line who uh, strong possibility we got maybe as many five or six people who were at the conference. I know not everybody necessarily wants to speak, but if you were there, anything you want to add? Uh, please speak up. I'm a My name is Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. I don't know if everyone can hear me well, but um, I, I think what this weekend happened, what was uh, really powerful was, um, you know, the energy people gave. Like, I think a lot of things is already said by by Bill and Herman, but um, when I, it was way more, people were more interested and 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 open for. For this whole thing about you know communicating as groups and uh, I think um, what struck me the most was uh, not only the part where people decided to become clean on this conference but also that um, that there are groups that are really growing in you know in public information and that we were able to help other groups you know and, and um, I think it's really inspirational for for those who who said they are going to start a meeting you know that. <laughs> Uh, so that they already have like examples. Well, I think this um, after the conference, you know, our home group, we 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 just continue with what we're doing, you know. And it's been, yeah, it's been a upgoing process. So that's what I just want to share. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you, Daniel. I'm Eric. My name is Ramon. Hi, Ramon. Hi, Ramon. Hey, hello, guys. I I I was I checked in a little late, and I, I heard what uh, Herman said about the conference and and the little part uh, the, that Bill uh, uh, talked about before. And you you're now asking like general information about how we experienced the weekend, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. I I, I thought it was really great. We, we had uh, we, we had a slow start uh, in the in the registration process, but in the end, um, like the members before already said, like the workshops, we we got it full. Um, the food it was all good. Um, people helped out also with all the chores and 
you know, the cleaning and, and uh, preparing of the food. The Swedes did an awesome job again. So, uh, yeah, it was a very interesting weekend. Um, it was uh, nice to see all the, that a lot of people really participated. And the years before, we had sometimes like an inside crowd and an outside crowd. <laughs> uh, the first year, that was most obvious, you know, with the party party crew outside and uh, and, and then a bunch of us also in the inside talking about NA stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but but this year, I, you could really tell it had more body and it got like um, more mature. There were uh, I really loved the part with the group reports, um, you know, that people put in effort and because for the groups here it's kind of new to do it that way. Uh, some of us experienced it, this in uh, at the FSC, of course, in the US. But to get it, you know, see happening here was was very powerful. I really like the open participational uh, stuff with the writings, um, but I'm, I, I missed a lot about it. But I saw the works that have been done, and that was really cool. And uh, yeah, and, and talking to all these members uh, from from around Europe and and far beyond uh, was also very interesting again. And see see you know <clears throat> how we all evolve and how we learn from each other. The communications part has already been told. Uh, exciting stuff also with the books and the stockpile in the US uh, getting that that further off the ground so um, yeah it was a very uh, very great weekend yeah I really enjoyed it so thank you all that participated and uh, I think I'll leave it here for now thanks thank you thank you yeah. I think that's a neat part where uh, Ramon just brought up about the writing that uh, the basically getting people together uh, will do we're, like we're coming out with a magazine from the conference this year of an actual where we worked on writing articles okay for the for the new old NA way a special edition from the conference which is uh, they're working on that putting that together right now where people are sharing their experience from the conference uh, you know and and writing articles on that and uh, you know, doing some great book reflections. They're going to have some great book reflections that they wrote there, uh, and to watch people working together as as, a, as members, you know, in creating and teaching them how to 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 uh, get back to that open participation type service without having uh, being bound by a service structure instead, but actually. Uh, directly being involved through your home group, and uh, they reported on the translation stuff. Uh, Herman's talking about the translation days that they, you know, they reported all on that stuff and where they're at with the with their translations, and uh, you know the continuation of that and seeing like the Belgian group now involved in that translation because they do speak uh, uh, Dutch down there also uh, and understand it, but they're getting involved in that with the with the with the Netherlands groups, you know, throughout the country, meeting, uh, you know, in translation days and stuff like that. So they did a workshop on that, basically, how to translate uh, a little bit, and the communication for everyone to get together and learn that whole process. You know, it's, it's, it's some of the workshops like that are geared towards that type of, uh, you know, participation. How do you do that? How do you get it off the ground? And you get a lot of great questions, and... From the from the people itself and how to do these things, how to expand it, how to get more involved in that. That was exciting stuff there. So I mean, I think NA is alive and well in in the old sense of open participation, 
that reestablished that open participation being directed by NA home groups instead, not by uh, not by a service body directing the the groups, but the groups directing the services instead. I think that was uh, the neat stuff that happened there. So that's exciting stuff. Anybody else who wanted to jump in? Uh, yeah, it can be anything uh, you want, even the way it personally affected you. Uh, I myself was not there, but yeah, I, I love hearing about the way in which this has taken on a life of its own and, and differs from the uh, fellowship service conference that takes place here in the U.S. Uh, in many ways, uh, the way that the, the home groups themselves are directing this thing and that it, it, it's becoming what the fellowship needs in Europe uh, it doesn't seem to be following, uh, hey, we've got to do this like anybody else. What do the home groups want and what are they asking for? So, again, the floor is open to anybody uh, who was at that conference who wants to jump in or maybe anybody on the line who might have questions for the, the people who are on the line here who were at the conference. Well, it looks like we've actually had a, a couple of people that have had to jump off. I know there are uh, some people trying to get to uh, meetings this morning, and there is a, a time difference because of the time zones as well. Uh, uh, different people in the world uh, coming off daylight savings at, at different times. Uh, Bill, anything you want to say to uh, uh, kind of wrap this up? I, I don't want to be the one to wrap this up here. I wasn't there. Uh, over to Bill. Any, well, I'm just really excited about getting back. I'm just really excited about getting back over there next year again. Okay, <laughs> I mean, because uh, you know, we we we're defining two different conferences. The Fellowship Service Conference is a totally different conference than the European Fellowship Service Conference is. Okay, uh, yes, we do the group reports at the Fellowship Service Conference, but we're also we also dealt with procedures and stuff for voting and stuff on general things that the groups want throughout the world at the Fellowship Service Conference as, you know, getting the voting procedures out of the road, getting the procedures of a conference out of the road, uh, you know, and uh, basically developing literature in the process for groups of proven literature has been, is how we've been dealing with the Fellowship Service Conference. Well, this conference is more of a communication networking where each country is going to take their own we're going to have to set up their own process for setting up to approve of their translations in within their own countries, okay? Which would be totally different, uh, but the, the the original literature will be approved at the Fellowship Service Conference, okay, in English. Uh, if they write something in their own languages and they want that approved, it's going to have to be translated back into English, okay? But they could approve that in their own country. We'll, we'll have to set their own process up for that in their own countries instead. But in general, for the whole, it would have to be translated into English and then be approved through the Fellowship Service Conference 
and attached to the Anonymite Foundation for the, the world copyright uh, stuff. So, you know, trademarks and things like that. So that's what we're uh, basically looking at and how do you process, you know, you have two different types of conferences, uh, you know, uh, but they both seem to leave in general uh, sense of purpose and in, in going back to uh, sharing of information for groups to share information with one another. And they're both directed by the groups, so that's no different. They're both directed by the home groups and the needs of the home groups. Except that we're dealing with, with copyrighted material and stuff like that at the Fellowship Service Conference, and we're dealing with old business and new business. Well, they're not dealing with that. They're dealing with with coming up with ideals and stuff and how to better carry the message throughout their different countries instead and expand their countries in the learning of service. It's almost like uh, originally uh, when we set up uh, at the World Service, when we set up quarterlies, where that was workshops basically wasn't uh, and working together, that's what the European Fellowship Service Conference is, is doing workshops and working together, sharing of information, and questions and answers on how they can better carry services out to their home groups to expand their home groups and to get more addicts into them. Them are the two differences right now that we're looking at. So we have two different philosophies here, you know, that are happening at the Fellowship Service Conference and the European Fellowship Service Conference. But they're all self, you know, self-governing through their self-autonomy of their home groups. You know, and they have no uh, control over the groups or anything, the groups direct these services that they're getting involved in and how do they participate in. So that was the differences that I saw, okay, in participating in both because they're both being set up in different ways, okay? And I've been involved with the Fellowship Service Conference from the first conception of it in 1990 uh, to it being redeveloped in uh, 06 and 07 and through the whole process, and now I've been involved over there helping them set that up over there to basically be a service for their groups and let them grow into their own identity, you know, and and the, the needs that they'll have, okay? You know, so that's been the differences in what where where each one's, they're in the development stage of what they're doing, where they're headed, and sharing of information amongst the groups. Well, we, we have been developing at a different level more as a, a uh, you know, uh, with different issues that we're dealing with. So I think it's all exciting, everything is, because it's still primary purpose of the groups. Both of them are primary purpose of the groups and how the, what the groups want to do and the direction the groups want to go in. So that's what, uh, you know, I, I think it, it really leads with a general sense of a lot of energy, uh, just like the old literature days when we left the literature conferences with a lot of energy going back to our home groups, getting our groups involved in writing literature, writing, you know, basic, writing the basic text back then, when that was uh, developing translations over there and getting the, the old literature and writing the literature again and getting that out to the groups and sharing that information with groups. And they're doing the same thing with the PI and public information, sharing that and getting energy flowing on how to communicate together and expand more home groups and get the information out that no addict need die anywhere in the world. So I think that's a neat thing. It, it fulfills some of uh, the things Jimmy Kinnon talked about years ago when he talked about that no addict need die anywhere in the world without hearing our message. And this is an expansion of our message of total abstinence 
many move changing substance, mild or chemical, and how we do it and how we support one another. I think that's the neatest thing that happened this year is that their philosophy is expanded and the groups have expanded in communicating together. And you can see it in the work that's going on since the conference is over already. And the energy is really high energy at this moment. And how do we keep that together? We'll be talking throughout the year about that also, how to keep that energy going. So I'm really excited about it. And I'm looking forward to going back next year. And I'm looking forward to getting, uh, you know, the end of June, getting to the Fellowship Service Conference. Thank you, Bill. Uh, unless somebody else wants to jump in, you're going to have to interrupt me uh, and feel free to do so. But uh, with that, I, I want to thank everybody who uh, participated uh, and listened to Autonomous Unity on the Solidarity with Autonomy Network. And if anybody else wants to jump in, just do it now. Otherwise, thank you for participating. Go ahead. I hear there's somebody speaking up. Jared, I'm an addict. Uh, just through my own experience and having to be told this straight out sometimes, as phone groups expand, like it sounds like it was really great high energy at the European Fellowship Conference. Uh, and a lot of them understand the concept that our home groups grow through the tradition. Uh, was it, I, how, I'm just going to word it this way, stress that when home groups are struggling that we need to reinsure looking at their traditions and nothing else uh, as we grow as a home group because sometimes home groups have those ups and downs and things like that and that we need to unify through the traditions uh, and things like that because I've seen it way too times out of not that sometimes um, to stray away from the traditions, uh, that, that reinsurance that the solution is in our traditions and not anything else. Uh, and that reinsurance, if there is the ups and downs and things like that, because it does sound like there's high energy there. And uh, I've just seen it too many times or not when a home group's struggling, they try to resource them out besides the tradition if that makes any sense to anybody. Because so communication is key uh, that sometimes I've heard it from other people on here today just looking at the traditions for our solutions. Was that a, a question you had or was that something you were pointing out that... that uh... Uh, it, it's more a question because uh, it's a question of both statement and one, I guess. And the only reason why I'm bringing that up is because I want that high energy to stay there because the high energy is in our traditions. Uh, like, how we're the best way. It sounds like they're reaching out and things like that to reassure that if there's other home groups that were intending the European Fellowship Conference to. Uh, reach out to other home groups on, like, prime example, like what traditions were we struggling on and reaching out to a home group that had the previous uh, struggle in that tradition or things like that, other being of service or things like that, like, how do we this? Communication with the other home groups on how 
to help find the solution through the tradition. Uh, like our home group has someone contacting other home groups and things like that on where they're struggling and things like that. Uh, I don't know if like over in Europe they have that communication going on or not, which I could be totally wrong because I was not there, but uh, utilizing what we have available to us. Well, I believe there, there's more communication going on over there than it's going on over here, okay? All right. I believe there's more division over here than we have than they have over there right now, okay? And and that that's cause and effects of each conference takes a new identity on, okay? Uh, yeah, there was a couple of posts on Radio Free today dealing with some of them issues. And uh you know, being posted up about some of the issues that took on that group should never be in competition, okay? And our primary purpose should not be uh, putting free books out there, okay? But our, our primary purpose should be carrying the message instead. And, uh, you know, um, I'm still looking at the results of some of these things when, when ego and personality gets involved and self-rule gets involved, how that affects us as a whole. How do you find and how do you find solutions to work through that is going back to your home groups and doing, uh, you know, a, a punch step with the home group, you know, and taking responsibility on as a home group to deal with them issues. You know, and, uh, you know, are just surrounding around literature right now. You know, uh, some people thought the purpose was to put out book, free books out there and, and uh, the intention of Baby Blue was never free books. A lot of people don't realize that. It was never free books, but yet people are putting it out there that it's about free books. It was never about free books. It was about getting a book at cost factorization and actually a group concentration text instead that we were having forced upon us a, a basic text that we never approved, the fourth and fifth edition, that were never approved by the groups ever. And uh, how the baby blue came about was in my in my my home when I ripped two third of just revised apart. And Grateful David B and a guy named Gr were in my basement, and we put them on whiteboards, pasted them. We went and get the books printed. Uh, my home group got them printed at a print shop. Okay, and uh, it was never about free books. It was about lowering the cost of it, uh, where there wasn't profit being made off books. And then we set a co-op system up on how groups could be able to work together to get books. Uh, it was never set up with this whole focus of, of uh, that, uh, you know, which became an attack by, by some people that, uh, you know, we're not sharing our print files. Uh, people share them files if they choose to, and we're putting up files out there over the years. That if you want them files and you wanted to improve them, that was up to your group to improve them, not, to take someone else's work and then say they're unspiritual because they won't give up their work. That was never the ideals of this stuff. You know, and uh, it's, it's taken on a life of its own out there that has nothing to do with the fellowship service conference and has nothing to do with the groups. It has to do with ego and personality effectiveness as a whole. And people need to take a look at that and own what part they play in it and do their own 10-step work in it. And groups got to do their 10-step work and not be divided and look to the traditions as, 
as you're talking about. We all got to look at traditions and how are we going to work through these things to avoid the pitfalls because you're always going to have pitfalls, as Jimmy said. There's always going to be pitfalls in growing as personalities take over and try to uh, govern the, you know, the day. And as the fellowship service conference got set up, we, we set up processes, checks and balances, so personalities don't dictate to the conference. The groups control the conference instead. So you have to realize there's always going to be personalities that are, you can have to deal with in growing pains and how well we work the traditions or how we avoid them pitfalls, you know, within and outside the fellowship, how well we follow these traditions of narcotics economists. And that's why we were doing this whole tradition series, which we're going to get back to finishing up, hopefully starting next week on, you know, finishing the 12th tradition up, the rest of the questions we have. And, uh, but it's how well we work and then apply them to we avoid a lot of these pitfalls that we go through. But we're not going to be without our difficulties. How well we work through them is going to be the traditions or the answers. And I think that's one thing this conference over there uh, basically shown, that they're working together. They're, they're uh, really communicating at, at a level that uh, shows working together and inspiring me personally, okay? You know, I think that's the important part. I think they they have shown that through their process at the conference, that the groups directed, the groups uh, set up the conference, the groups are sharing of information on how to better serve the groups instead. And the excitement is from that. It comes from the free, the, that creative freedom that we talked about in the literature movement and we talk about it in our, our, our sharing of information together, creative freedom in action, uh, which is really a beautiful thing today. So I think that's the exciting stuff, okay? Thanks, Bill. You hit it straight on. That was more or less what I was asking. Uh, I do have one last question, actually, uh, because you guys were talking about in your workshops that it grown so much, uh, <laughs> which you guys aren't there yet. Uh, does it look like you might be looking at a larger facility if it continues to grow? Even though you guys aren't there yet, or how's that looking? I'm just curious. They have a large enough facility right now. It's it, the growth is more in. Uh, it's not about the, how many people were there, but it's how many of those people who were actually participating, and we see an immense growth in that part. I but think. you still have enough we, at, at the at the next facility to uh, to, yeah. to hold more people in the meeting room. That was the second facility we had, and we had a very large meeting room there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Next year will be better. We have more space. Right. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully more people. We'll see. <laughs> but it was it was a great a great experience. So. Yeah, they keep saying that every year we're going to have to find another facility at the Fellowship Service Conference, but we've not grown to that point where we ever had to yet, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny to watch the way it evolves. We do, it does seem like there are more people 
progressively on average over the years at, at the American Fellowship Service Conference, uh, which is you know the reason we just call it the FSC. It is kind of as Bill alluded to the worldwide thing, uh, but it is simply groups that decide that. But I, I was struck listening to this um, when they were talking about the, and again this is because the groups drive the thing. Um, when we talk about approval of literature, it's because that's what groups have asked for, and it's the groups approving these things through group tally, uh, for those who aren't familiar. But uh, it really struck me when they were talking about uh, holding workshops and, and 20 people showing up at, at, at the beginning and 30 by the end. Uh, I thought, man, if, and again, it's not what the groups have asked for uh, at, at the uh, one that takes place in, in Pennsylvania every year, but. Uh, I thought if we held workshops there, I doubt we would get uh, 20 people in them. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong on that. We, we have had some uh, literature writing sessions that, that have garnered that many, but uh, it, it uh, you know it, it is a different structure because of what the home groups have asked for. But yeah, that kind of blew my mind. Like, well, I don't I don't think we get that kind of participation in workshops uh, here here stateside. Uh, and again, I could be wrong, but uh, that was just uh, mind blowing to me. Also, the way that uh, and we do have have groups who haven't officially joined the fellowship service conference uh, show up here in America as well. But it, it, just from the outside looking in, it sounded like the groups who who haven't officially said, "Hey, either we're part of this traditionalist movement, or hey, put us on the the meeting list uh, of the uh, fellowship service conference groups," they show up. Uh, and, and it sounded like even where there was some initial disagreement there. From the outside looking in, and from this podcast and people I've talked to, it seems like there's a high level of um, interaction taking place between these groups. And I, I think we need to realize when these groups show up at these conferences, they're not if they haven't officially joined uh, with us in creating and directing the fellowship service conference or the uh, as is structure, which, which is what that thing really. Uh, they they are still part of uh, that conference. They show up. They're, they're groups who are members of Narcotics Anonymous, especially when we don't have a voting procedure yet. Uh, they're, they're participating. They they're they're part of that conference uh, at that time, and, and and especially with what this was supposed to be and still is, the you know, alternate service informational structure. Bill stressed a few times that, that this has become a communication network more so than anything over there. And and at the in the end that that's what it is supposed to be. We we approve some literature and and go through some procedural issues and things like that uh, at the American version. But in the end, this is just a, a a communication tool for the groups who should be and who are running things to let each other know what they're doing and and coordinate with each other in matters that affect other groups or NA as a whole. And that's all we really are. And it, it sounds like. Uh, they're really doing a good job of sticking to that ideal over there at the uh, over there in Europe, and I, I know just from watching it, even from the outside looking in, watching it develop. The whole reason this thing took place is a love and understanding of the traditions, and uh, realizing that the groups are in charge, and uh, only uh, only our home groups can enforce these traditions and make sure that uh, we we live by them uh, as a fellowship. Anyway, I didn't want to be the one to close it out, but uh, some of these questions, uh, you know, got me thinking, and, and those are kind of my thoughts, and I really appreciate what I heard heard here today. Uh, I got some perspectives that I did not have, uh, not being able to make it over to one of those things as of yet. Uh, but again, anybody else want to jump in here before we wrap up? All 
All righty. We're going to go ahead and, and wrap it up right there again. Uh, thank you to everybody who participated. Everybody who's oh, listening. I got a question. Uh, one, a question. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm at Um hey. I heard something about, uh, I don't know if it's true or maybe some, uh, that uh, it wasn't that it there was an idea to uh, in the future let the EFSC be hold in different countries. I don't know what's going on with that idea of it, or maybe it was just an ideal or something. I don't know. Well, that's an ideal, <laughs> yes. Okay, and, you know, and uh, the group's got to grow to that point. All right, to be able to host it in England or host it up in Sweden or somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, but they haven't grown to that point yet. Okay, so so it's not just a rumor now, or, or it's really a an idea. Okay, it was an idea, Thanks. yes. And the groups will discuss that, and they'll see if they can if they can host it, and they if they have the support for it. And uh, that was an idea, of course. Okay, that they express. Right. Okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, anything could happen with regard to uh, where these things are, are take place and where they're located. Um, you know, I think it was three or four years ago at the fellowship service conference, there was a lot of discussion about moving this thing around the nation, especially as more groups from the west uh, part of the country came on board and, and maybe holding one in the middle of the country. And that's that's all it ever went to was a, a discussion, but it comes down to uh, the need for it. Uh, the, are there home groups willing to host this thing in other parts of the country? Uh, and I'm not saying this is happening or, or, or ever will, but it, it's entirely feasible that the fellowship service conference itself uh, one day doesn't necessarily need to even be held in the United States. It's it's the fellowship service conference. It's it's fellowship wide. It's it's not really the American version, but it is where uh, a lot of American groups come together and participate. But it, that's uh, that all comes down to what the home groups want, what they ask for, what they agree upon at these conferences. And there's no executive committee to really say this can happen or this can't. It, it's all about the home groups who show up and participate. Uh, their willingness to step up and and what they decide as a collective uh, and eventually vote upon. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the beautiful thing about this is there doesn't need to be a, a plan about where we do this and when. We we let it evolve naturally. We let the uh, loving God direct the home groups and the groups direct the conference, and it, it'll take place uh, whether it's a European version, the American version, or a worldwide version, or or, or something that even maybe starts taking place in Asia or some other continent. Uh, eventually, uh, it will always become what the groups decide that it should be, it, it, right down to where it's held. Thank you for clarifying. You know what else? I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to let seem like I'm pushing to wrap this thing up. So, uh, anyone else uh, want to jump in here? Doing a little extra time this time. <laughs> okay, thank you to everybody who participated. Uh, if you're familiar with these calls, uh, uh, once we go off uh, go offline here, the lines will remain open for people to uh, have conversation and discuss things as, as they like. It will become far less organized than it is now. So, again, thank you to everybody who participated and showed up, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks, Joe.